You're listening to the Relationship-Centered Learning Podcast, a podcast to inspire and empower you to be a difference maker in a dysfunctional educational system. Hear weekly from adults and students who are having a radical impact in the education space as they share from their minds and hearts, giving us practical tools that we can take back to our classrooms and campuses. Here to take you outside the educational box is author, disruptor, and your host, Kevin Curtis. Hey, welcome back to the Relationship Center Learning Podcast. I'm excited to have you back uh, joining me. Um, let's just call today Mindset Monday. I feel like this is a great opportunity to drop this on you towards the mid to late September episode. So what I want to talk to you a little bit about today is the mindset that we approach as we enter into October. Now, Obviously, this October is completely different than any other October we've ever experienced in education. But I want to give some preface by talking about the October that we referenced pre-pandemic. In a lot of the trainings and what I dealt with dealing with educators in trying to get their mindsets to understand the importance of relationships, we would always talk about October as shocktober. It was like the first speed bump as we were coming back to schools. Everybody experiences it different. It depends on when you start to. And again, I'll say in Texas, a majority of our schools start either mid to third week in August. And so for whatever reason, October tends to be that first speed bump where all of a sudden morale starts to drop a little bit, discipline increases. It's like you realize like the honeymoon is over. We're really back to work here. And when we hit that first wall, we start to notice the change in a lot of things. I noticed as over my career as an administrator that we started to see a spike in discipline levels. In other words, referral levels was were starting to escalate in the month of October if we looked at our history every single year. And then we started to know that, you know, a few more teachers would call in sick. That, you know, we just, just things were starting to take take a different shape. We took a, a, a turn in October and one of our people on staff one time said, man, it's like Shocktober and it stuck with us. So we just started referring to October as Shocktober as we started to train campuses, particularly in August and said, be careful when Shocktober comes. And they all kind of giggled. And when we joked about it, you know, it's like, I like that student in August, but now in October, <laughs> don't really like him as much. And he may not like me, that's okay. But what we started to notice about is, is that every school year, and again, I'm going to preface this with everything that was pre-pandemic, and then we'll pivot to how we address this pandemic in the middle of a pandemic. What I would say is, is we would always have these markers, and they were data points, October February, we were weary in February. And then, of course, May was like the longest month of the entire school year. And so we started to notice the trend as we were bringing relationship to the center of some of our staff developments and being on the plate of educators, they were, they were reminding us that these times of the years are real for them. And so we wanted to acknowledge them by asking administrators and leaders to say, hey, if you have Shocktober coming every year and you know it's coming, do you want to survive it or do you want to slay it? And the reason I say that is, is because what we started to notice the trend was if you could get in front of it in pre-pandemic, what that looked like was, is in coming into Shocktober, that's when you really have to have a plan 
of like building connections with your staff, morale boosters, um, reminders of why they're there, um, just little things that you can put into place as campus leaders and then addressing it as a campus. I mean, you have to call, give it a name and that's why we love Shocktober. And in fact, we actually donated t-shirts that said we slayed Shocktober to the campuses that put in a Shocktober plan to us. That means, hey, Mr. Curtis, I'm a principal and I am leading my campus and I don't want to, I don't want to like just survive it. I want to slay it. I want this October to be the best October. So we're going to do this, this, and this. And all they had to do was submit a plan to me. And we bought their entire staff shirts that said, we slayed Shocktober. And the reason I talk about it now is because if you look at it, it comes every year and it hits us. And, and I don't know if we're surprised or if we're taken aback by it, but instead, or break and, or just we brace for it. I want to challenge us as we're going into this October, that this October is going to be completely different than any other October before this school year is. And we've already acknowledged that. So I know it's really going to be hard to get in front of it. And that's what I'm going to own. Uh, if it was a typical school year, we would have Shocktober, February, May. And then, you know, I've ran into some districts across the country that say, you know, Kevin, it's more, more November for us. And that's fine. Whatever creative name you want to come up with it. The point is, is that we typically hit these walls and these speed bumps throughout the school year. People, we started the school year on a speed bump. We started it off on a ramp. And so as we're leading campuses and we're, participating in the in teaching kids on campuses and no matter what your role is right now you're in a full-blown shocktober right now in august and september and so i want us to be thinking it's going to be really hard to get in front of something when you're we talked about it last episode when your lids are flipped and so i wanted this message this week to be as simple as this give grace give understanding Give patience and kindness and remember what is on your teacher's plates. What's on your leader's plates if you're leading a district because they feel overwhelmed as it is. And with everything and twisting and turning and everything that I'm hearing about attendance, it, this that's what's crazy. Most of the teachers that I've talked to said the teaching, you know, I can deal with that. Particularly here in the state of Texas, the way we're taking attendance within like 24-hour windows, it's literally taking some of those teachers hours of time to actually record attendance, which is crazy. But that aside, no matter what is on their plate, you are going into October. And no matter when you started school, you could have just started school here recently in September after Labor Day or just be coming back in real person. I think the Shocktober moments of our lives are real. And I think as educators, it's up to us, as particularly as leaders and educators, to start to remind them like, it's okay to not be okay and that we're here for you. And I just encourage leaders and teachers to collaborate together so that you can come up with whatever plan in the middle of this storm that you need. I think we always, and, and I'll, I'll do some future episodes on this, but one of the main core principles that restorative practices has taught me is that when you're dealing with conflict or confrontation, or you just have negative emotions, it really comes down to one simple thing. What does the other person need? 
And from that point forward, we can start to determine, can we meet their needs or not? And I think with us dealing with teachers and administrators in the middle of this pandemic, the first thing that we have to start in asking is, is, so what do you need? And I say this because it's as literal as possible. It's listening, recording, and understanding needs without any assumptions whatsoever. So you can't assume because it was interesting is when my teachers needed to feel valued and appreciated, I would have come up with maybe three or four or five or 10 different things. But when I asked them, you know what they told me? Iced tea. I was like, are you kidding me? And they were like, well, could we have lemonade too? So we went out to our parent organization and bought um, a punch bowl system. It's a, it's a flotating water system that rotates water from the front to the back. You see them in the stores all the time. And we went and bought a dual one so that on one side we could put tea and the other side they could put lemonade. And it was interesting because in order for my teachers to feel valued and appreciated, if tea and lemonade, or then they were like, can we just have chocolate? Whatever it is, you know, I think the sonic runs that we're doing, the, 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 the cookies that we're doing, I think that one thing that we have to consider is if we, you know, whoever decided that teacher appreciation needed to be celebrated in May, I think sometimes need to be shot. And I'm just being fun. But, but in other words, in May, we're super tired. And I don't know if that's why they thought that's when you want to appreciate us. But people, I don't want to be waited till, I don't want to wait till May to be appreciated. So, I'm, I'm encouraging you here in September, you're already doing a great job. I'm seeing it, but don't forget, you can't just do it in September. You can't just do it in October. I want to tell my parent organization, spread those meals out, spread those drinks out. If we can consistently have tea and lemonade or chocolate or whatever it is, but you need to ask your staff members, what do you need to feel valued and appreciated for the work that you do? And that may change from month to month. That may change throughout the year. And that's why I said we're in new uncharted territory and waters where, you know, in the past, you know, let's get through October. You know, we're okay getting November going into Thanksgiving break. You know, then we got a few weeks to, you know, to winter break and Christmas. And, then, you know, so it was very predictable as we kind of navigated through the waters of education. But people, new waters, new times. And all I can tell you in the middle of a crisis situation this is more vital than ever to check in with what we need. This isn't just going to be Shocktober. This isn't just going to be February or May. This school year will be the most difficult school year that ever educators have ever experienced up to date. So I'm just asking you to digest the fact that pre-pandemic, we had these points, obstacles, speed bumps, mini walls, whatever they were that we were running into. Now, we don't know when they're going to run into them. And that means individuals could run into them sooner. Grade levels could run into them sooner. Campuses could run into them sooner than others. This is truly a challenging time for educational leaders and for educators in the classroom. So my message to you on this Mindset Monday is, is reach out, collaborate, find out what you need from each other, and then let's figure out how to meet those needs. Let's minimize those walls and speed bumps as little as possible as far as trying to navigate and don't assume the last thing that we can do right now is make assumptions what your kids need, what your teachers need, and what your leaders need. It's a simple process. Ask them, 
build in a communication system. What do your teachers need to feel valued and appreciated for the hard work they're doing? What do your students need? And then central office staff members, ask your leaders, ask those building principals, what do you need? Principals, ask what your assistant principals, your counselors, your support staff, what do they need? Everybody needs a variety of different things. But beyond tea and lemonade and chocolate, I think the most important thing that we can give to each other, which is free, is grace, patience, kindness, and to be listeners more than assumers. And let's start reflecting on what education needs from us to make a difference. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode, Mindset Monday. Um, if you want to find out more about our mindsets, our blogs, or anything else that we're kind of doing, uh, free resources, I want to head you over to our website at rclfirst, rclfirst.com. Submit for our newsletter, our blogs, check out our resources, nedrp.com. Just if you're looking for support, we're here for you. We're doing weekly circles with teachers and staff. So if your staff doesn't know what they need, but you're looking for somebody to kind of do that, and you just want to build community. We're offering free community building circles with your staff on Zoom or Google Meet or whatever the platform is. Again, all you have to do is reach out to us on rclfirc.com. Hey, thanks for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing week and we will connect with you next time. <laughs>